Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. As I say, good morning and it's lovely to see you. Um, and I'm delighted to say for the first time in weeks, I've got the comments back. <laughs> That's just wonderful. I can see you as you're signing in. So, morning all. So shall we begin? I, I must apologise. You may hear some odd noises off, as it were, in the background. Um, it's because we're having some work done in the house. Uh, I hope it won't get in the way of our worship this morning. I'm sure it won't. So, O oh Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be for ever. Amen. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Lord, give us grace to serve you as we wash one another's dishes. That's great, isn't it? I love that second bit, as we wash one another's dishes. But really important. Lord, give us grace to serve you. We pray that that will be, <coughs> excuse me, that will be today and every day in our service of the Lord. So Psalm 116, verses 14 to 17. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfil my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Alleluia. Lord, give us grace to serve you as we wash one another's dishes. And this morning's reading comes from the Gospel of St John, and it's chapter 1, verses 43 to 51. And it's in that part of the Gospel where we have described the calling of Jesus' first disciples. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, 
You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. As we think about that passage this morning, uh, I'd like to go down a route that perhaps isn't that often followed. Um, I'd guess that when that passage is read, the, the theme tends to be Jesus and his interaction with Nathaniel and Nathaniel's response. So for this morning, for something different, I'd like to think about Philip. We don't actually know much about him, so that'll mean it'll be quick this morning. But I would suggest that we can learn from his example. Philip obviously wasn't one of the, if you'll forgive the expression, one of the headline grabbers, one of the leaders of the group. Otherwise, we'd have heard more about him. But just a couple of things. For this morning. It's unusual, I think. He had a Greek name, Philippos, lover of horses. And perhaps in chapter 12, uh, when some Greeks come and want to speak to Jesus, they approach Philip to see if he can make the introduction. Perhaps they saw a connection in his name to them. Yeah, that's one little thing. But you know, as far as I can work out, Philip actually is a really good evangelist. Because in the passage when he was invited to follow Jesus, and we don't know quite the timeline of this, but when he was invited to follow Jesus, he went off and spoke to Nathaniel. He went and spread the good news. Can I just read verse 45 again? It says this, Philip found Nathanael and told him, We found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Philip saw the scriptures, what we think of as the Old Testament, as pointing forward to Jesus and he'd found him. And so what did he do? He went off and spread the word. And do you notice that he used personal witness? It wasn't, oh, somebody's told me about. He said, I've encountered, I have met this man. Wonderful, wonderful witness. And such a great invitation that he gives to Nathaniel. He says, come and see. He just invites Nathaniel. Come and see. And isn't that a great invitation? To come and see, to, as it were, to, to, to get a flavour, to, to find if people belong, to come and meet God. And, and you know, that, that's why I think Philip is a great example for us. We're not all going to be leaders, but in our own quiet way, 
just as Philip did, we can be really effective. And it was great seeing a connection with what Bruce spoke about yesterday. And that reading from Romans, God has given us all gifts that we can use. And I suppose it's something for us to think about this week. What are the gifts that we have and how can we use them in serving the Lord, in being um, quietly effective as Philip obviously was. As a postscript, the tradition in the early church was that Philip, Philip, after the resurrection, went off to preach the word in Phrygia. And actually, as virtually all of the disciples, was martyred for his faith. Thankfully, that won't happen to us we hope but nonetheless he's a wonderful example for us Amen and then again that refrain that we've had this morning really fits well doesn't it Lord give us grace to serve you as we wash one another's dishes Dorotheus of Gaza monk and abbot of the sixth century penned these words each one according to his means should take care to be at one with everyone else for the more one is united to his neighbor the more he is united with god i think that's really appropriate for where we are at the moment with um with the vacancy being united. It's, it's been spoken about several times in the last few weeks. It doesn't need to be laboured, but it just struck me uh, as I read that this morning in preparation. Each one according to his means should take care to be at one with everyone else. So shall we pray? And please do, as we as we pray, uh, if there's anything on your heart, if there's anything you're wanting to pray for this morning, please do put them in the comments. We know that uh, said, prayed in the silence, put in the comments, God will hear them. So shall we pray. Lord, we pray for the world. We pray for the beautiful, beautiful creation on which you give us the, the privilege of living. And we're thankful for that commission that you've given us to, to take care of and to look after the world that we share. And just at the moment, Lord, we pray for that situation in, in California where wildfires are running out of control it, it's took me back to what happened in Australia several months ago we pray for the emergency workers who are trying to bring them under control and pray Lord that, that they can be brought under control before too much damage is done 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for your church, for all the good work that it does throughout the world. And during this time of COVID and coronavirus, Lord, we pray for our diocese, for our bishops as they uh, seek ways of safely reopening churches. Of providing opportunities for people to come together in fellowship and worship. And we pray for our parish, Lord, and for everybody who's involved in helping to make sure and to ensure that services can happen online, that we can stay connected for all the groups who keep in touch with each other and keep those networks active and healthy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And as we come into the last week of the school holiday, Lord, uh, we pray for all of those who are preparing for the opening of our schools in England next week. We know that <clears throat> we know that in some parts of the country, schools have already opened, Lord. And we pray for safety and security in schools across the country, and give thanks that children soon we'll be able to be back together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for those who are hurting at the moment, those who are ill, those who've lost loved ones, And as our prayers are typed into the comments, Lord, uh, we're just going to leave a moment of quiet as we share those prayers and bring them before you. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we say together the Lord's Prayer. Again, I'll be using the traditional version. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. King of Kings, King David was not ashamed to call himself your servant. Open our eyes to discover the joy of serving others. Let us do small things with great love today. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. So once again, it's been lovely to meet with you and to share this time of worship. Uh, do have a good day. And don't forget, morning prayer continues each morning at 9.15. So I hope to see you again soon. Bye.